Welcome to the Exit Coach Radio Show, the show for baby boomer business owners who are looking for cutting-edge information as they plan their 3- to 10-year business succession and exit. Every week, we interview top professional advisors for their best tips, strategies, and precautions so you can be well-planned. And don't miss our one-minute Exit Coach Tip of the Day on ExitCoachRadio.com. And now, here's your host, the Exit Coach, Bill Black. This segment of the show is brought to you by Olive Crest and features Bill Hoke of MCO Consulting in Newton, Massachusetts. Bill, are you with us? I am. Good to good to hear from you, and thanks for joining us today. Oh, no problem. Thanks for having me on. Although I bet you're a lot warmer where you are than I am where I am. Well, tell us what's your temperature back there. Uh, we are in the low twenties and haven't seen you know freezing in a, in a long time. It seems like. Wow. Well. I'm... I'm sorry to hear that. <laughs> we're, okay. We'll get we'll get thirty below today, but it's thirty below a hundred. Yeah, that's right. That's wonderful. <laughs> well, uh, we always like to start by getting to know a little bit about our guests. Can you share a little bit about your background and how you got into this particular line of work? Sure. Yeah, my background is I've been an attorney for about twenty years, and in most of that time, I've been working in the field of employment law. Uh, for about 15, I've been in-house with it with a couple of different companies as an employment lawyer advising the HR department. So, you know, I've really been focused on human resources as my primary client and, and helping companies manage their workforce. And, and I've just loved it. You know, the great thing about employment law and working with HR is it's, it's all people people issues. And on the good days, you're helping people do their best at work. And on the bad days, you're you know, trying to help the company get rid of problems. So uh, there's always something new and there's always something interesting. So I've enjoyed that. Very, very important work. And uh, tell us about Emco uh, Consulting. How did it get started and how long has it been around, Bill? So Emco Consulting, uh, you know, is, is my practice, and it's relatively new. I've been at it for just under a year. Uh, you know, after being in-house for about 15 years, I decided, you know, I'd seen a lot of the work that outside law firms did for us, and, and uh, you know, I had worked with them, and I just felt there was a, a different model out there for lawyers to work with companies, that the legal profession can be very expensive for small and medium-sized businesses, and it's, it's hard to get the legal advice you need without running up a gigantic bill. So... You know, I decided to, to strike out on my own and uh, start a practice where I could work with companies, you know, small companies or growing companies who really want to tackle their, their HR issues and do a good job by their employees and, uh, you know, and help them, at, you know, with fees and, and uh, fixed fees or, or hourly rates that are reasonable by keeping my overhead low. Sure, why not? Uh, and do you have a particular niche that would be an ideal client for you? You know, my clients, uh, it's less of a, a sort of business market niche and more of a personality. You know, my ideal is working with a business owner or a manager who really wants to be proactive. Um, you know, a number of my clients are, are looking to grow, and they've they realize they need to tackle some of these employment issues now to get their policies, you know, right, to make sure their employment applications are, are compliant, and just to make sure they're following best practices in how they manage their employees. So I love working with a company that, that wants to be proactive, because really what you do then is you avoid the big problems. You know, you get out in front of things, uh, you, you learn how to manage the workforce, how, you know, how to hire people, how to discipline people, and you learn how to do it right. And, you know, nothing protects you from being sued, but what I want to do is, is put my clients in the best possible position to, to avoid a lawsuit 
suit or if they get into one, you know, to defend it and come out on the other end feeling good about it. So really it's, you know, again, it's ideally it's those people who want to uh, tackle these issues head on, you know, before they become a problem. Well, you kind of answered my next question, but tell us what signs are there that a business owner needs you? What's the first sign that someone should maybe give you a call? Well, you know, for, for many businesses, it is, uh, you know, hopefully as the economy is, is slowly picking up, that, that they're looking at some growth. Uh, I had one, one client who's in the construction business and has been scaled back for a couple years and is now feeling like it, it's time to, to grow and, and bring on some more crews to, to increase the amount of work they're doing. Uh, so, you know, they're, they're in that phase where they realize they're going to be hiring some people and, you know, they want to do it right. Um, another another situation is maybe the, the business is just getting busy and you've got a manager or an operations person who just doesn't have the time to to really focus on these HR matters. You know, they're, they're trying to run the business and, you know, don't want to be bothered with making sure their application is completely compliant or their policies are up to date. And, and, you know, and that's a good time to call somebody, you know, to give me a call or call somebody like me because, you know, those managers need to focus on, you know, bringing in revenue and making the business great. And, uh, you know, the HR work is sort of a distraction from that. Great answer. Thank you very much. So, Bill, how does being well-planned in your area contribute to a business's bottom line or overall value? Well, in, in a, I'll, I'll tell you the sort of the opposite of that is when they're not well planning in this area. Uh, you know, any company that that finds themselves getting some demand letters or, or lawsuits or you know an investigation from your state wage and hour division, uh, you know your your company immediately is going to be losing value. Um, you know, particularly for business owners that are thinking about transitioning out or thinking about you know where their company is going to go after they retire, don't want to leave a company with with a bad legal track record. So that's sort of the negative, you know, the negative side of, of that equation is trying to avoid that. So one of the hard things about HR is when HR is going really well, people don't always notice it. You know, it's the absence of problems. So, you know, what I think I can add value to a company is to keep them out of trouble, you know, to make sure that, that when they're bringing people on board, uh, they're doing it the right way, and when they're managing employees, they're doing it the right way. And, and I guess, you know, it does add value because hopefully this is going to help you keep good people. You know, if you've got the right policies, if you've got the right practices and how you treat people, uh, you know, your best employees are going to want to stick around. You know, and that clearly is, you know, has value to, uh, to keep the good people and, and clear out the people who aren't really helping you, you know, be the best company you can be. Absolutely. That sounds like it adds a tremendous amount of value to be well-planned in that area. And what would your preference be for clients as far as how often they communicate with you once they're your client? You know, what I find is, uh, the way I try to work with my clients is to be very active at the beginning. You know, I will initially come in and, you know, want to meet with meet with the, the appropriate managers and really understand the client. I mean, part of what I do in, in trying to make my myself, you know, re- reasonable, reasonably priced is to really get in there and get to know the company so that, um, you know, we spend a lot of time at the beginning maybe working up a policy manual or going through your, you know, your new hire, your new hire manual uh, for all the steps you've got to take. And then after that, it's much more as needed, you know. Some of my clients, when we're done with that initial phase, smile and say, geez, I hope I never have to talk to you again. Uh, you know, they, they want to be set up and they want to be, you know, ready to go. Um, what I do try to do with people, though, is offer them, you know, at least monthly uh, to touch base for an hour or so and just catch up on what's been going on, you know, see what, what if any questions they've got or what problems have been coming up 
so that I continue to be conscious of their needs. You know, and if we talk monthly, that's, you know, even a short touch-based conversation, that's going to, you know, keep them thinking about these HR issues and keep me knowledgeable about what their concerns are. And then as stuff comes up, you know, I'm there for them. My goal also with my clients is to be, you know, very responsive when they have a problem. You know, if they've got an employee who's causing a lot of trouble, uh, you know, I had a client right after the holidays needed to, to have a hard talk with an employee who was not doing well in customer service. You know, and I was right there on the phone with him, helping him think through the strategy and the script for that. And, um, you know, we spent a couple couple phone calls over a couple days, and they were able to, to have that conversation with the employee, and it, you know, it had a positive outcome so far. Excellent. We're talking with Bill Hoke, and we're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we're going to ask him to share a few stories and some tips, ideas, and precautions that you can use. We'll be right back. If you came back from lunch today and there was a resignation letter on your desk, which employee would you really, really not want it to be from? More importantly, what are you doing to prevent this situation from happening in the first place? We work with business owners like you every day to design plans that attract, motivate, retain, and reward key employees. Don't wait until it's too late. Contact Bill Black, the exit coach, at 866-370-3774 for a free consultation on how to retain and reward your key employees. That's 866-370-3774. Call today. Would your business survive a disaster? Nearly two-thirds of businesses aren't prepared for an emergency, and 40% of businesses that experience a disaster never recover. Make an emergency plan now, before it's too late. For a free online tool that helps you develop an emergency plan to keep your business up and running should disaster strike, visit ready.gov forward slash business. Brought to you by the Federal Emergency Management Agency, the American Red Cross, and the Ad Council. Welcome back, friends. Just a reminder that we have interviewed dozens of advisors on a wide variety of topics, and you'll find all of their interviews and highlights online at exacoachradio.com or on iTunes. I'm talking with Bill Hoke of MCO Consulting, and Bill, can you give us an example of a recent client you helped? Um, tell us about their situation before you came on the scene, and how did you help? I tell you, I had a, I had a couple months ago, I had a client who was a very small business owner. She had you know, built this small business. It was providing, you know, some fitness services to people and uh, wanted to spend some time trying to take the business to the next level. So she brought in a manager to manage the site and um, wanted to, she wanted to be then out in the community uh, drumming up business and doing other things while the manager ran the day-to-day. You know, and unfortunately that person just wasn't working out for her. So when she contacted me, she had been in a position where uh, when she was in the in the company, you know, on a daily basis, coming by, she was finding things just weren't being done the way they wanted to be done. But you know, she was had become very reliant upon this manager and was concerned that if she took any action, you know, this person could could do some harm to the business or could could turn around and bring a claim against her. Uh, you know, the person had had some medical leave recently, so there was some concern about any retaliation claim. You know, what I was able to do was to, to sit down with her, you know, again, get to know the business a little bit, and then talk through a strategy for how to manage the employee. And what I like to do with clients, you know, it's all sort of risk management, make sure they understand the various risks of various options. And in this situation, you know, there was the possibility of, of talking to the person and trying to, you know, help, help them improve. 
which was one option to give them another chance. And then there was also, you know, a lot of businesses, business owners, by the time they come to this discussion, they just want to cut the cord and, and move on and do something new. Mm-hmm. So I was able to sort of sit down and then think through some of those options, talk about the risks with with the owner. You know, and ultimately, she decided this was an employee that, uh, you know, because she was so reliant upon her, she wanted to give another chance to and, and talk to the person about improving and, and see whether that would work. You know, and for me as, as an employment advisor, you know, that's a good outcome because ultimately if it doesn't work, the owner is going to be in a better position to, to move on getting rid of this employee because they took the time to give them a chance, documented what they were doing, you know, documented the conversation and gave the person notice that if they don't improve, you know, their job was going to be over. And it's very important. And I think the owner, uh, you know, it didn't take us a lot of time to have these conversations. And I think the owner was very happy to have somebody to talk to, you know, talk through the whole situation and uh, and help them think through what the options were. I would imagine that any owner who is uh, having employee issues would be tremendously relieved to be able to talk to someone like yourself because the the consequences can be so dire unfortunately for for business owners and expensive if they decide if they get you know to trigger reaction and fire somebody and then have to retrain and and rehire someone else sometimes they just need to think through these these issues and that's a, a great resource to have to have someone like you um, yeah, yeah no you, and I think it is you, you you make a good point that you know there's expense if if you fire somebody because you're going to have to you're going to have downtime without that a person in that position and then you're going to have to bring somebody on and there's a cost to that and then there is the, you know the the training of a new person so you know even though a lot of times business owners find themselves at that point of frustration and wanting to get rid of an employee you know a big part of what I offer is a sounding board for them to think it through you know and really think hard about what's the the best option here yeah, that's and from a legal perspective, that's tremendously valuable because obviously, if they're talking to their best friend about it, and their friend says, "Well, why don't you just fire that person?" That could get them into a lot of trouble. Yeah, no, that definitely could. <laughs> you know, and, and one of the things that I that I think is helpful with my services as a, you know, an HR advisor as an employment lawyer is, you know, our conversations are all attorney-client privileged, and you don't get that with a, you know, with a sort of non-lawyer advisor, but. You know, not only with, uh, with with me as somebody getting that sort of in-house HR experience that I've had, but you're getting it in an attorney-client situation. So we can have, you know, they can vent and say whatever they want about how frustrated they are with the employee, and that you know they can be confident that if there is a lawsuit, the advisor is not going to get called in to testify as to as to the whole thought process and the, the conversations that they had. And I do find myself a lot of times there's some counseling. There's there's some, you know, letting the person vent because you sort of have to get through that frustration and that anger about a, about the employee's, you know, poor performance before you can then sit back and, and decide what's the best course of action. How important is it to paper a file these days if you're having a problem with an employee and, and you know, you can say verbally, hey, uh, uh, that's got to stop, but how important is it to paper a file these days? You know, it's crucial because at the end of the day, if you're before a judge or a jury or, a, or an arbitrator and all you have is your word against the employee's word, it's going to be very hard to, to prove a case that you know that you gave the person a chance, you told them specifically what they needed to do, and they didn't do it. 
because, you know, sure as the sun comes up, that employee is going to remember those conversations very differently. Mm-hmm. So if you've got some contemporaneous notes, you know, even if they're on the back of a napkin, uh, but if you're jotting down notes of the conversations and what was said and sort of what the expectations were, that's going to be very helpful uh, to add to your credibility. I mean, the best type of paperwork is to follow up, you know, these conversations with an email to the employee. Because then you can show not only did you have the talk, but this is exactly what was followed up in writing. And, you know, hopefully your writing is clear and the employee, you know, can't wiggle out of, of what was said in that meeting. That's a great You know, tip. my advice to, mm-hmm. to business people is, you know, have somebody with you if you can when you have those conversations. It's always better to have two people talking to the employee because then you have two people's word about what was said. And then do follow it up in writing, uh, whether it's a, a letter, you know, which can be fairly formal, or just an email, you know, you want to make sure the person heard you. Because, you know, employees get nervous. They panic or they, they shut down sometimes if it's a difficult conversation. That's great. So and following up and writing helps them, you know, remember exactly what the steps are that they need to take to improve. That's a, so that's a great tip. So if you're going to have a conversation, and a lot of people would prefer to let's talk this through first, but then follow up with an email and writing just to document the conversation was held and what was discussed. What other tips do you have for our listeners, Bill? You know, um, I, I'll tell you, one of the two, you know, two tips that I, that I was thinking about that sort of relate to all of this, you know, one seems very obvious, but you just have to be honest when you're having these hard conversations with an employee. And it is not easy to do. I've, you know, I've talked to a lot of business owners who say, well, can't I just, you know, tell the person that, you know, it's just not working out or I don't have enough money for the position anymore. Uh, and, and what I always say to them is you need to be honest with that person because, a, you know, you want them, if you're giving them a chance, you want to give them a full chance to improve, but you don't want to tell them that you're terminating them or disciplining them for a reason to be nice, and then if there's a lawsuit or there's some claims later, you know, you've got a whole different story to tell, because that never makes you look good. So, mm-hmm. even if it's hard, you know, if somebody's not doing well, you need, you need to give them that, you know, that information straight. And then, you know, my last tip uh, relates to a story I heard. I one time took a, a wilderness uh, sort of a hiking training course, and the guy who was teaching that course said, you know, when you come across an emergency and you're out in the mountains, you know, what's the first thing you should do? And everybody had a bunch of different answers, and he said, no, the first thing you should do is sit on a rock and smoke a cigarette. Mm-hmm. Now, that's not exactly advice we probably give people today, to, to sit down and smoke a cigarette, but his point was, when you're faced with a difficult situation, stop and think about it. Don't run right into it. And that's my advice for employers. You know, when you've got an employee who you're not happy with, you need to step back from it. You need to think about it, really analyze what's been going on the last couple of months. You know, how are you going to deal with this situation? Great. Because you've got to give your, a chance to sort of dissipate your frustration and your anger so you can think clearly. Great you know, tips. And then Bill, I'm, gonna have to, I'm sorry I'm going to have to cut you off a little bit here, but That's tell, okay. tell, our, uh, tell our listeners how they can get in touch with you, uh, and uh, then we'll uh, wrap it up here. Great. So, uh, yeah, my website is and then my company name, mcoemcoconsulting.com. And my, and my uh, email address there is bill, just B-I-L-L, at mcoemcoconsulting.com. And people can, you know, look at the website and find a little information about me and then contact me through the email or, or through that if, uh, if there's anything I can do to help them. You've, done, you've given us a great interview and a lot of great things to think about, Bill. I appreciate you being with us today, and we'll be right back after this commercial message. Thanks. 
What can you do in a minute? At ExitCoachRadio.com, you can listen to a daily tip, idea, or precaution from over 100 top advisors about how to prepare your business for the future. We upload new one-minute tips at 6 a.m. and 1 p.m. daily. ExitCoachRadio.com. Come listen for a minute. Thank you for listening to Exit Coach Radio. 